Hey everybody, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And that comes with my personal guarantee, I'm Darius Scooter. I'm going to tell you a story tonight. If it doesn't help you fall asleep, you're going to email me, feedback, at sleepwithmepodcast.com or let me know on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. And the way it works is you just get in bed, you know, do your pre-bed ritual, pull up the covers, press play on this podcast, and listen. And if the story I tell you doesn't help you put your thoughts aside or whatever's been racing through your mind or worrying you and bore you to sleep, I'll work with you one-on-one to try to figure out a way to help fall asleep. So let me know. You know, listen to this podcast for a few nights. If it doesn't work, tell me. Uh, That's what this podcast is here for. Sleep with me. The podcast that helps you fall asleep. And that's all we do here. I don't sell sleep vitamins. I don't sell sleep coaching. I don't sell hypnosis. Though I'd like to be able to start hypnotizing you in the future to do my bidding. Not tonight. So that's it. Everybody get in bed. Or get ready for bed. I guess as I'm talking, doing the intro, you could be brushing your teeth and flossing. Don't forget to floss. And doing the rest of your sleep hygiene, as they call it. And if you you do need some sleep tips, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dear Scooter on Twitter. We have them both there. And if you have a chance, please review and rate us on iTunes. It'll increase our profile and let us help other people that are struggling to fall asleep. So this is a bedtime story, kind of for grown-ups. Uh, not that it's rated R or anything, but I don't recommend playing it for kids. And if you have any feedback, stuff you like, stuff you don't like, let me know. Feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. I think I've said that. You know, let me know to the, at the addresses I've already stated previously. So that's it. On with the show. Thanks for listening, folks. Tonight we have another episode of After the Glass Slipper that follows uh, the tale of Cinderella after she became princess. And mostly we've been following the fairy godmother, Penelope, and the evil stepmother, or evil, might be too strong a word, but the stepmother, uh, Agatha. And if you haven't listened before and you want to catch up, just go to www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash uh, gla- glass slipper, <laughs> slash glass slipper, I'm, I'm pretty sure, and if not, I'll change it after I do this episode. So, and I, I think it's a forward slash, but you, you know which kind of slash I'm talking about. So, when we did leave off, and by the way, I'm going to be doing my best not to say and or, 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 you know, um, and I will try not to breathe less, as I've heard I breathe too much. I breathe loudly or too much. But let's, you're not here for my, don't let me distract you. Come on, man, pull it together. This is about Cinderella, when we left off, Agatha, the stepmother, and Penelope, the fairy godmother, were in her root cellar talking about a plan to keep Cinderella from getting pregnant. And they were both kind of talking around the issue. It was the stepmother's plan, but she wouldn't reveal anything until she could get a solid promise out of the fairy godmother. The fairy godmother kind of intoned or implied, implied, that they were, that she didn't even imply. She straight up said she's on a mission to keep, part of her mission is to keep this princess from getting pregnant from the prince. And that's where we left off. So close your eyes, get in bed, and let's travel off to that fairy tale world of Cinderella. So right now, uh, Agatha is uh, in a carriage, and in the back is a pig, presumably the fairy godmother. 
trot, trot, trotting towards the castle, kind of arguing as they trot along. And Agatha's like, relax. And the pig's like, you know, I don't think your plan's going to work. I don't think your plan's going to work. And Agatha's like, I am one of the foremost seducers in this part of the world. How do you think I... Cinderella's father was wealthy and handsome, and I seduced him, and I can I can teach any man to just seduce any woman. The pig's like, really? You know, I don't know. Um, you know. This just sounds like a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know. And she well, quiet. We're almost to the castle. So Agatha puts the pig under a blanket, gets up to the castle, and dismounts from the carriage, and she goes up to one of the soldiers and says, Set, I need to speak with the captain of the guard. Just says, right away, ma'am, right away. So he goes into the guardhouse and, you know, I don't know if they use tin cans or pass his word or whatever. So a few minutes later, this uh, younger man comes out, stern-looking man, very serious. And he goes up to Agatha and he goes, what can I help you with? She says, I asked for the captain of the guard, not some pipsqueak. He looks her up and down, sneers, walks around the carriage opens up the uh, pig, and the pig snorts on him. He stares at the pig in disgust, covers the pig back up, and goes back to Agatha, the stepmother. So that's quite a quite an ugly pig you have there. So yeah, it is an ugly pig, a stinky pig too. Horrible, horrible pig that is. Uh, by the way, where's the captain of the guard? He says, I'm, I'm the new captain of the guard. Cyril is my name. What can I help you with? So well, well, I need to speak to the uh, captain of the guard, the, or, the original. But he's in, he's in jail. Now, I suggest I you be off and quit wasting my time. I said, well, well, it's quite important. Why why is he in jail? He's in jail. What's he doing in jail? He's in cahoots with a witch. What what are you asking? Who are you to ask these questions? He said, oh well, as a matter of fact, I'm Cinderella's stepmother. You might have heard of me. And if you keep keep up this attitude, I'm going to make sure she knows about it. You're, as far as I know, you're banned from the castle, so you, your threats carry no weight with me. So, oh, well, it won't be long. I'll be in that castle. And you, Cyril, will be out of a job. Maybe you could work for me and uh, take care of my smelly pig. Yeah, well, I, I... Why don't you tell me... So he was in cahoots with a witch, you say? Yeah, some some pudgy witch... Pleasant-faced, unlike you. Kindly-looking woman. I guess he uh, he went after the prince one night. And, uh, you know, he's thrown in prison. He's going to be executed tomorrow. And that's all you need to know. Be off. In town jail, eh? He's in the town jail. Yes. So just be off with you. We didn't want him in the dungeon in case he had any, you know, exploding spells-type stuff. So be off with you. So she hops in the carriage, and they trot off. You know, fairy godmother, she's still the pig. She's like, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. How are we going to... He's an essential part of our plan, and now he's in jail to be executed, eh? Agatha, stepmother, she, just relax. So they go down to the jail, and she asks to see the, the cabin of the guard in the jail. He's like, oh, no, 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 no visitors. He's not allowed any visitors. And Agatha says, really? She goes, you know... I had a conversation with a frog the other day about you. Judge, what are you talking about? She goes, I know what you do with those frogs. Does your wife know about where you, where you put those frogs and what you do to them? 
Does the uh, new captain of the guard know about your frog fetish? Hmm? Should I inform them? Or should I just go in and speak to the, to the young man in the uh, cell? Go on, go on. You have a few minutes, only a few minutes, so he's to be executed tomorrow. So she goes in, and the captain of the guard, as many of you know, he's kind of adult. And he's kind of weeping in his cell and, you know, woeing. Oh, woe is me, the whole nine yards. And Agatha sees him. She, she says, sit up straight and quit whining, you fool. Tell me what happened. Oh, well, I didn't tell on you, ma'am. I, I didn't tell on you. I certainly didn't tell on you. Well, why, why? Well, I was the beast, and I was threatening the prince not to beat Cinderella. And then suddenly I changed back into a man, and the prince seemed very concerned with it. And then he asked me who gave me the power, and I told him the fairy, not you, but the woman down in the jail, the evil witch. So we went down to meet with her, and she was gone, and they said that I had come and got her and taken her away, and the prince had me thrown in jail for wizardry, I guess. So I'm doomed, I'm doomed. Oh, shit, quiet, quiet, you fool. Now, you need to pull it together and do what I say. Oh, no, it's all lost, it's all lost. They're going to execute me. They're not. Listen up. Young, young man, what's your name anyway, old captain? There? Oh, Roland, ma'am, Roland. Well, I know, Roland, what in your heart of hearts you desire. What if I can grant you part of what you desire? Well, I'll, I'll never marry the princess now. I'll be dead. And uh, what if I told you? If you listen to me and follow me exactly, you could share Cinderella's bed with her. And not only that, she could bear your child. How, what would you think of sharing Cinderella's bed? Having her bring you a son or daughter? Well, that's not possible, is it? It will be if you listen to me and do exactly what I say. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, don't worry, because I know that that Cyril, the new captain of the guard they replaced you with, is a wizard. He's evil. So, if anyone asks you anything, say that he, that probably that witch turned into Cyril or something, you know. Just, 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 just let me handle things. All right, I'll, I'll be in touch. So she goes to leave, and she goes out to her carriage or wagon. And who's standing there but the new captain of the guard, Cyril? He's kind of still inspecting. He goes, huh. Oh, fancy, it's fancy you seeing you here, miss. I just saw you up at the castle. What, what are you doing down here? Jailer says you're meeting with the old captain of the guard. Why would that be? And stepmother looks him over. Says, oh, that's none of your business. He goes, oh, I'm on the king's business, so it is my business. Men's imprisoned for attempting to take the life of the prince and for practicing the dark arts. She says, well, oh, well, and she throws herself at his feet into the mud. Oh, I, he's, I love him. We've been lovers for years and I've been in love with him for, for all my years. And oh, please have mercy. Please, please, please have mercy. Please, I t he's no, he's not a bright man. He's been taken advantage of, and he told me everything. He told me everything. Oh, I'll tell you whatever you need to know. Oh, please, just spare his life. Yeah, quiet, quiet, you woman. What do you mean he told you everything? 
Well, he said that there's this magical place in the woods where he meets, he met the, uh, the he called her a fairy, a fairy godmother. She had some fairy prowers, that, that chunky, chunky woman with the uh, buttery face. And he showed me right in the woods where he met her. And I could, I could take you there if you like. I have a feeling this, that's where the magic is about. And that's where she changed him into a beast, and she told him not to scare the prince, but to protect him from e from his evil toes. I think he was confused. I think she drugged him or something. He was trying to just eat his toes or something. It, it was all so strange. But I, I could show you. Why don't you climb in, climb in my uh, carriage, and we'll be off. All right, you witch. Well, he didn't say witch, you know, he said wench or something. And so they hop in there and they head off. And they head up into the deep woods and just, and she's serious. They go right to the spot where she first start, spotted the fairy godmother. She says, this is right here. This is some, he said she would appear here and she would mix her potions and such. And he gets out and he kind of, he kind of has a look over in his eye like he's a UFO, a paranormal investigator. He's looking around and sniffing at the air. He goes, oh, I've, always, I've always had an interest in, the, the, in magic, and, uh, and I plan to catch me this, this magical woman and for the prince and for our kingdom so she can be used to defend our kingdom. So we'll enslave her probably, lock her up, and we'll use her power for good, for our good the detriment of all these surrounding kingdoms. And don't worry, I'll spare you. You're Roland, your precious Roland. As long as we catch her. She's been disappearing. Well, I could tell you she appears right here quite often. And, um, I could tell you. You know, you know, my, my pig sniffs out truffles. Why don't I let my pig out? And let's see what, uh, my pig scares up. And I just use this little divining rod here. So she lets the pig out, and then she kind of goes, come on, come on, taps the pig on the head. And, you know, fairy godmother's not pleased about it. <laughs> and uh, she taps it on the head a few times, and uh, next thing you know, it grows from a pig to a giant beast, pig beast, 15 feet tall, growling, growling, towering over the cereal, the captain, the new captain of the guard. <sighs> Stepmother kicks back head and laughs. <laughs> now, Cyril, who's got the ugly face now? He's kind of panicking. He's like, "What? What kind of? You're the beast!" And she says, "Do away with him!" And then, meanwhile, the, the fairy godmother's kind of torn. She's like a giant monster now. She could probably kill the stepmother and take the wand, maybe. Or kill him. And she's just trying to decide what, what's going to be her best move. Or just go back to the castle, kick down the wall, and kill the prince. So she's sitting there in the copse of woods trying to decide what her best move is. And we'll, we'll have to uh, wait and see till next time. Are you king of the guards in a bit of trouble? Agatha has planned to impregnate Cinderella possibly with the old captain of the guard, Roland's kid, uh, Sperm. Sperm okay to say on uh, his seed. Let's just say this, his seed. And that's all we got tonight. Um, what is uh, Cyril's backstory? You know, you wonder. 
guy rose out of nowhere. He he came right out of nowhere in the story. Crafty guy, looking. You know what is that called when you're, ambition? He's got a lot of ambition. And what do ambitious people dream about at night, or what do they think about when they're falling asleep? Probably stepping on people's heads. You know, like when he tries to fall asleep. Maybe that's what he's counting. Like. That's what he's counting, is uh, just like that lake that he first looked into. It's like a person's head. It's like, oh, I'm going to cross this lake on the heads of lesser people. One step. Two steps. Oh, only need two people to get in the shallow. So next, oh, this person's uh, sitting up. I'll step on their head. and Okay, I'm going to step on that person's head. Oh, and this person's sitting on the floor of the water. Okay, six, seven. Oh, now this person's on their knees and their head's just below the water. Step on their head and their head. Seven, eight. Okay, these people are just standing, submerged except for the tops of their heads for me to step on. Nine, ten. It gets deeper. Eleven, twelve. Taller people. Thirteen, fourteen. Fifteen, sixteen. And now there's someone holding someone like a regular high, high person a little person he's stepping on their heads 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 now it's two full size people 19, 20 21, 22, 23 the depth of the lake it's three people money keeps crossing stepping on these people and they're underwater but he doesn't care. He just is headed to that other side of the lake where he thinks. I don't know what he thinks is there, but he keeps stepping. 30, 40, 50. He gets so excited, he's close. He's kind of prancing across the people's heads now. 60, 70, 80, 90. Skipping. Skipping on the tops of people's heads. How inconsiderate. And oh, he just did a little spin. Oh, he almost fell off. Looks at like 120 heads now. Oh, handstand. He just did a handstand. And people's heads submerged in the water. What a jerk. Oh, somersault. He landed it too. Guy's got a lot of... Um, he's a... Uh, what is that word that would describe him? Dexterity would be one, but... Spry, he's spry. And you can get the dictionary. Oh, how did he just do that? He um, tumbled like into a roll and then still stood up on two people's heads. That must have hurt the people that were drowning. Oh, and now he's doing knee pumps. Running man. I didn't even know they had that back then. Oh, he's good. Wim walk. Oh, father. Moon walking and people's heads that are drowning across a lake. What is that move? This must be some kind of NFL touchdown, but they don't even have. Oh, oh, he's across the lake. What a jerk. 